sound check for you, John. Can I get a hot dog? Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Dag. Dag. You like dags? <laughs> oh, dogs. Dogs. Sure. I like dogs. Sure. Oh, he's like sure. I like dags. <laughs> I like caravans more. Um, you know that guy's part black. Which guy? Tommy. I forget the names of the people. The, the Tommy the Tit, the the guy, the number two guy. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, behind uh, Turkish, not Turkish, not Jason Statham. He's his grandfather is uh, Jamaican. Word. So he's a <clears throat> mulatto. Mulatto is that the correct? But it's been term? he's it's, a African Caribbean British person of. Color, but he's white. Yeah, but the but well, he, but he's. I mean, if you really look at him, he's his features are very, they're fairly African. His skin color is, is pale, and his hair's. But his hair's real. When the hair grows his hair out, it's super curly too. So, so what, what would you? I mean, what, he's a white guy. Oreo. He's not a person of color. A pock. I don't know. What'd he be? I mean, because <laughs> apparently his grandfather was part white too. Like it's been diluted down through. You know, I mean, it's just it's in him, but it, but you and yeah. I was surprised too when I read the article. I was like, wow, that's, that's yeah. A lot, odd. a lot of people are surprised to hear that my great 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 grandfather was an Australian Aborigine. <laughs> that is, I'm not actually that surprised to hear that. No, you you have abo <laughs> you, you features. Have, you have very abo ways. Yeah, yeah. Abo yeah like features. I can I can survive in the desert. You're three, I mean, you're 325 pounds, but you look like you're 190. Yeah, that that di- <laughs> that didgeridoo that you're you very, have up there at the very house is dense. Just, <laughs> very dense person. I don't know if the abo aborigines are dense like that. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of just regular Samoans. Yeah. Yeah. Are they maybe well, why don't you like maybe, a, like the Rock and like Mark Hunt and all those guys? Yeah, well, they swim really well. Have you heard all the stuff about yeah. their skulls? And well, they have they carry a lot of fat. Yeah. The shape of the skull. Oh, God. Yeah. Let's what, phrenology? <laughs> Are we fucking getting into that? <laughs> okay, Mr. Candy. Uh, <laughs> here's something that uh, came across my life this week. Bible, you've been talking about how it's your favorite book, and you said, I think, last night in Iowa. Some people are surprised that you say that. I'm wondering what one or two of your most favorite Bible uh, verses are. Well, I've seen I wouldn't this. want to get into it because, to me, that's very personal. You know, when I talk about the Bible, it's very personal, so I don't want to get into there's verses. No, I don't no want to get fucking into Neo with no, the Matrix I, I, means a lot to you. You think about her sight. The, the Bible means a lot to me, but Fucking I don't want to get into this. I love it. Even to cite a verse that no, you like. This is why he's the best president we've ever had. Guy or New Testament? Uh, probably equal. I think it's <laughs> incredible. The whole Bible is an incredible. I joke uh, very much so. They always hold up the art of the deal. I say my second favorite book of all time. But uh, I just think the Bible is just something very special. <laughs> right up there with the heart of the deal. <laughs> I mean, it really is in the way that you use it. Am I right, folks? I'm trying to find the song now. I didn't have it pulled up. It's been said. You should could have told me. I fucking had my phone charged over here. <laughs> uh, oh, of course they're going to put an ad before the song that nobody listens to but us. This is amazing. There it is. It comes and it goes. It's a very special book. I love it. Shwamo Tizada, Prince of Podcasting, the bipolar rock and roll of the Sultan of Slits, the Godfather of Gash, the Yogi of Yoga. 
Yeah, that too. The Yogi Bear of Yoga. Hey, I'm doing Downward Dog. Good. I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> hey, Boo Boo, I'm doing Downward Dog over here. <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay is yeah. fucking Yogi Bear. Smoke a cigarette around <laughs> my head. <laughs> Little Miss Muffin. <laughs> Did the Got flying a- lotus. <laughs> Got a picnic basket. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 227 of the world's greatest podcast. It is Saturday afternoon. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. As always, I'm joined by the white, the white Samoan, the first black man ever to ice skate backers on the Kenwall River, former intercontinental champion. The for some reason you got uh, WVPA uh, 27 2018 co-host of the year. Even though you're not a co-host, you're a featured performer. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. And as always, the world's greatest claw machinist. Um, the Dirty Shame, Juna, Bone Cruncher, Shawnee Minner. Um, the, uh, the, uh, Reggie Rembert of Regenerative Farming. Oh, that's one. There's a pull. Ronaldo Turnbull oh. of Regenerative Farming. The Ronnie Van Zant of Regenerative Farming. Sure. He's completely we were going. Yeah, we there. were going to for Mountaineer players, but let's just shift it somehow. Let's make it the dead lead singer of Leonard Skinner. The Leonard Skinner of Le- Regener- <laughs> Regenerative Farming. It's old Johnny Liberty Loads over there. How's everybody doing today? Good, good. It's a nice early Saturday. We usually don't do this on Saturday early. If we do it on Saturday, it's usually evening-ish. It's not bad. Well, I've not got a weekend off for I just a few woke weeks up yet. like 25 minutes ago. Not bad. Yeah, and you it, texted me a, like... It's a 25-minute drive at least yeah. to get here, and I stopped and got coffee, and somehow it's like I, I hit a, I hit that... You hit the warp zone. I did. I hit yeah. the wormhole. You hit it right on just the... For, doop, doop, doop. Just for a part of the, the leg. Yeah. Well, Bub would be an, an effective guy to it's have like, in a warp zone. It's like in Mario Kart. You can ride him around like Yoshi. It's like Get in Mario cookies. Kart where you jump over part of the, the course and skip. Yeah. I did that. Like on the Rainbow Road where you, yeah. you jump over that one part? Well, there's several of them I think I'm you sure can skip. I'm sure there are, the but the only one I remember was that one. Yeah. I, don't, I was never very good at it. We always, I always got housed at fucking Mario Kart when we were stoned. On whatever fucking Second house. Street, Second Street, yeah. <laughs> I was. I didn't even live there. I could play I on, either. on occasion. Like I'd have a good, I'd run a good race, but not very often. I was always very bad at competitive video games. I'd well, always in Madden and like basketball and stuff. I'd always pick like Bowser on the fucking Mario Kart. He's Bowser's actually really good. Yeah, but he's slow. Like it takes a minute for him to get up to speed. I'm a Donkey Kong guy, but he's the same in the same boat. Which is high top speed, good cornering, really hard to knock over. But slow acceleration. Right. So yeah. once you got to be it's hard skilled. to get going. Once you get going, you can't mess up. Right. Yeah. I always got housed. Um, we'd all be stoned, and I would just get my ass whipped by a bunch of girls. And Matt Kaiser, he'd whip my ass too at it. I was just bad at it. You just got your asses <laughs> whipped, whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds. <laughs> nerds. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I watched that movie a few weeks ago. Our oh, friend to the nerds, still pretty good. Fucking great. Still holds up. It's the only one worth watching. I mean, the first one. Yeah. Do not watch the sequels. I, I cannot stress this enough. Do not watch the sequels. <laughs> nerds in Paradise isn't great. No, it isn't. <laughs> the only sure? good thing about Nerds in Paradise is Bo- is when Booger takes that fucking mugshot. 
I mean, it's one of the greatest fucking things ever. He takes a mug shot. Yeah, he's like, they're getting arrested. He's like, <laughs> Curtis Booger Armstrong is fucking knocking yeah, it out. Fucking shit. He's actually, he's actually a good actor, too. Oh, yeah. He's, he's been in other shit. He's, he's classically great. trained. He's the real deal. He, he was just, in Ray. He, he played just, Booger. Uh, yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. It's like uh, Clint I, Howard. Clint but, Howard's a great actor, but he, he looks like that. So what are you going to do? Ben. <laughs> ben. Oh, God. Gentle Ben. What a show. Who else is a, is a weird-looking actor that... Uh, the guy that uh, did Freddy Krueger in the new one, Robert England or uh, Jackie R. Haley. Jackie R. Haley. Yeah. He's he always he's always going to have to play like some sort some of creep. creep. Yeah, he played uh, he in was, the in the new Watchmen. He played uh, Rorschach. Yeah, he was in Bad News Bears back in the day. Yeah, when we were children or before we were. Well, born. one of them. I mean, he was in one of the sequels. Of course, the the first. Well, uh, no, he well, he's the first, first one. He's in the first one. Right, the kid but, on the bike. But Channing Tatum was the uh, not Channing Tatum. Uh, Channing Tatum O'Neill. Tatum O'Channing. <laughs> <laughs> Tatum O'Neill was uh, She was, the she girl. was a girl pitcher And she was really good And <laughs> The end of the part of that movie Is really uncomfortable it's When awful. the other dad flips out And he starts yeah. He hits the kid And they're all like Yeah It's like wow This this turn just took a turn for the worse Yeah What's Mr. Wilson gonna do? <laughs> no. Fucking Walter Matthau Is amazing I haven't watched the new The new one with uh, Billy Bob Thornton I'm sure it's fine I, yeah, I mean the premise is is going to hold. You know, they probably toned down the terrible language and all. they didn't. Mm, hmm. Not to my knowledge. Amazing. They said it was pretty. Some of it was not over the top. I mean, Buttermaker was a little racist in the in the no. original Bad News Bears. A little. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. They used to play that. And shit. then they had the one breaking training where they went over to Japan. They fucking. They fucking got that piece of shit William Devane to be in it, and he's. I'm telling you this right now. It's going to be a rough day for a ragtag group of uh, youngsters to go over to Japan and beat a baseball team from Japan. No, they were playing it. That's the thing. They were. They were. Well, I don't know if they were playing it. I don't know how that went. No, they didn't go to Japan. They were. They were. They were going to play it at a. a, at a big stadium, and they were playing like this Texas team, all these big Texas kids. And one of them, they did go to Japan. They did. They did. You're going to need to send the best of the best over. Well, to yeah, Japan. not I mean, just a ragtag group of youngsters that are uh, full you know, of pluck. scruffy. Yeah, they're plucky. <laughs> they're uh, they're a bunch of uh, you know. They've got hearts of gold. Yeah, but you know, I mean, they'll give it their all. Yeah, but they they can't really throw. Or <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of skill there. <laughs> they they haven't been mercilessly, mercilessly hammered into being a <laughs> yeah. fucking unit. Yeah, <laughs> they haven't given up all individuality. Absolutely to, not to become a a team. These of, kids got personalities. <laughs> Look at them. This this movie's hilarious. And they're I mean, going the over the Japanese, Japanese kids. Japanese, Japanese like, kids. Wait a second. You shouldn't know any of their names. They're all interchangeable parts. <laughs> we are just our numbers. I don't know how to do a Japanese accent. <laughs> oh, we are just our numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Japanese? Is that is that Baseball-y! is that culturally respectful? Uh, sure, <laughs> Japanese don't give a shit. <laughs> is that the wrong one? Well, put that walk away. We don't. <laughs> yeah, there's a restaurant in, in uh, Charleston called Walk and Roll. I've never had it, but it's a great name. It's a Chinese restaurant. It reminds me of Family Guy where Stewie and that other that little girl was sitting there making fun of people in the park. Look, Jewish cowboy. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, the Japanese businessman. And she's like, I can't get a date because I'm no fun. 
there's a uh, uh, there's an old Galifianakis joke. Uh, he just plays nee, 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 on his piano. He says, "I have an agent and roommate, and every time he walks in, I play." Nee, 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 nee. He goes, "Why do you do that every time I walk in?" It's like. Because I don't have a gong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that that restaurant title just now, and I was like, I was like, walk and roll. I was like, that's funny. Like people are going to remember that. Sure. But you know, what's really going to make them remember it if you if you called it walk and roll <laughs> and spelled it with a double with double with a double double. That would be great. W o l l. People would be like, every time that you go, hey, do you want to go eat at <laughs> walk, walk and roll? Walk those Asians Lock and lol They can't speak English Lock um, and lol <laughs> I remember the uh, Johnny Woos Down in Charleston One of their They used to Their ad used to say You wing we wing <laughs> And they changed it Because people complained <laughs> like, It's fucking hilarious yeah, But it was there I did have it like that right? I sure. ordered food Just because of the ad Which is what you want Advertising works Yeah The food could have been shit I didn't care Um. Fuck I'm trying to think of other hilarious names for Asian restaurants. Um, the Great Wall's a great one. Uh, shitty Walk. Shitty Walk. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, uh, the Fayetteville Kill Plaza there has, uh, the Log, Log Kelly there has OK Buffet. Yeah, it's just OK. Yeah. It's pretty like, good. We're not. We're Actually not. not bad. We're not trying to break the mold here. It's yeah. a fucking Chinese restaurant. <laughs> hey, come, come and get your fill. We don't give a shit. Fuck you. <laughs> All the MSG you can handle. Oh, yeah. Oversauced uh, General Sal. <laughs> we ha- we have Kramer. sushi. Get extra MSG. We have sushi, but it doesn't contain any fish or raw fish. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know if you're familiar with the sushi biz or whatever. I, I was. I was. Are to- you hip I- to the biz, John? No, 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 no. I was told this by a guy who was a sushi chef. Um. And he made a fuck ton of money. Like he got paid down. To, it was at uh, Harbor Masters. The rest of us were fucking line cooks getting paid shit. You know, this guy got like twenty bucks an hour or some shit. And um, it, he said, so so such a small percentage of it is the actual raw fish and all that stuff. He said some of it's deep fried, some of you know all the. And but he the, would well, yeah. It just depends on what you order. Sure. But the Americanized stuff, like with their uh, the, the, all the it's specialty rolls, roll. and there's like deep fried stuff in right. it with like crunchies and fucking yum yum sauce. It's definitely not traditional. Uh, no, I mean, that's it, not it, people. Su- serious sushi eaters don't usually order those sure. rolls. But he would get like a whole crab, soft shell crab, and deep fried, and put it on a stick, and I didn't have the courage to eat that. I mean, I like all oh, soft shell crabs, amazing. I can't just can't see eating the they whole were in, animal. They were in it would season. Just bother they, were, me. they were in season for a while there. I got. I had two different soft shell crab sandwiches from two different places. Both uh, very good. One it's one. just weird. I mean, the whole animal. It's I mean, a bug. Just, yeah. Well, how, how much? How much of the animal are you? Do you think that you're normally eating? Well, I, don't, I, mean, I don't really know. You, you but I'm not, eating, <laughs> I'm not eating the thing. I'm telling I'm not, you, I'm, I'm not eating a chicken sandwich. There's an actual chicken sitting on my sandwich. Like sausage. Like like a lot of the hot dogs that we eat contain are just things, ground up. Like I get beef it. tripe. You know what beef tripe <laughs> yes, is? Yes, I do. It's I actually it. the intestine. Yes, not the, the meat, not the meat around it's the beef intestine. Chitlins. It's the it's the intestine. Right. You know, and it's actually I like chitlins. You ever had like pigs? You ever had the potted meat product that like stuff you just spread on? Sandwich. Oh I've seen it. Not a fan. I can't eat it. Um, but that's mostly it. that's I mean, mostly but, yeah. beef tripe, but it's actually pretty good if you just you know, um, if you just like, like souse. Pretend you ever it, seen souse? It's almost identical to hot dog meat. It's just in a different form. Right? Well, I know, but, but what I'm saying is, is, I just we used to get them, of course, because he would prepare them, and it's just in the box. There would be just be a bunch of crabs sitting there. Be like. And sitting there, and I was like, "Don't you have to prepare?" He's like, "No, here, watch this dunk." 
fry. I was like, <laughs> put it on a sandwich. I was like, that's fucking weird. Because their claws and shit are all fucking soft and stuff. I'm like, everything's just soft about it? Yeah, it's just, I've, I've never had soft kettle crap. It's, it's like when I eat the shit out of it. I don't give a shit. It's at the right, right time. Right after they molted. Yeah, right when they're molted and they, uh, they've got no exoskeleton, so they're soft and you can eat the whole thing. And, and they're. What a shitty it's, it's nature expensive. design. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're more expensive because you have to harvest them there's at like the a right little, time. There's a little bit of time here where I'm just going to be completely defenseless. I have to take exception to that. I mean, that's like, what if I, every time I had to change my clothes, I was in danger of being eaten? You are. Okay. You're always in danger of being what's, eaten. What's stopping somebody from murdering and eating you? Yeah. I mean, You're nothing, in danger. I mean, I'm a human being, and there's that. Well, um, no. But I'm just saying Some that, people are psychopaths. They don't give a shit. Yeah, but they're going to eat me? They might. I, I wouldn't be tasty. You remember him, the story of Hamburger Harry? No. Yeah, he was like the Gully Mountain Killer, wasn't he? Like he was that what he was? Was that his name? I think so. I he was a cannibal. I just remember hearing about the garbage bags, full, <laughs> garbage bags full of dead body parts yeah. chucked over the hill. I think we called him Hamburger injury. Harry. We always heard about him. It might might be fake, honest to God. But he'd eat some of his uh, victims. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, big fan of human meat. Come on, I don't know if he was a big fan of human meat or he was just that insane. I mean, well, he'd eat or him. maybe both. I, I don't know. Actually, what he was trying to do was create a sex slave. Was what he was doing. Was he trying to like lobotomize them? Yes, he tried. He tried it and actually succeeded at one point. And then the person died, and then he just laid in bed with a dead body. And then he a lot of fucked up things. I about imagine. That guy. I imagine uh, <laughs> huh. like a sad song gonna, playing. Let me see. I don't. I imagine something jaunty. Oh, do you imagine Martha, my dear? <laughs> <laughs> always been inspiration. I imagine. Hold on. This I should always just have this pulled up. I don't know what's going on. Okay. This just playing as as he figures out that the guy he just he was one to be a sex slave has passed away. He rolls over. <laughs> I imagine this playing when they first when he first does it and he comes home from whatever Jeffrey Dahmer's job was. It was right there beside you the entire time, you piece of shit. Alright, what's your thing you're gonna play here? <laughs> That's him when he's working on him. <laughs> he's like, let's put, he's, the, let's put this, this he's little got his spike ice right here. And, okay. click, 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 click. and then he just finds out that he pat. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Comedy through oh, music mixing. Wait a minute. He, he, he's waking up. On your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's sexy time. Yeah, it certainly is with somebody like Mungo Jerry. Look at that handsome lad. It's time to fuck this guy. <laughs> Grab him by the pussy. <laughs> Outstanding, sir. <laughs> uh, shit farts. I always thought that was Moby Grape, though. Moby Grape? Yeah, who did that? Moby yes. Grape, uh, fuck. What is Moby Grape's good to? We need to have something to take these kids' mind off there. Rock'em Sock'em Robots and the Moby Grape. <laughs> what is their What is their song? Was that a product? Maybe, maybe Moby, Moby Grape Grape's was... a singing group. Okay. Omaha, Hey Grandma, Eight Hundred Five. I can't think of any uh, hits by them. I'm sure somebody in our uh, m- social media mentions will tell us if they've had any big hits. Um, John Will Shatter, let's get on that. Yeah, Shatter, uh, John uh, Radcliffe. All everybody that listens to us is named John. Yeah. Only the Johns. Yeah. Any of you guys uh, want to get in? Except on? for me. Yeah. 
your bone cruncher. Is it the bone cruncher or just regular old bone cruncher? It's bone cruncher, but the is like a, is like an optional if you want to spice it up. Mm. If you want to make it into more of a... It's like a garnish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bone cruncher. There you go. Uh, like, shit. look at that plate of bone cruncher. Wait. There's a V. There it is. <laughs> and it totally, it totally, bam. It totally <laughs> changes the meaning. Sell the sizzle, not the steak, son. Yeah, you want to, you know, you want to have some condiments on your name. There you go. A little bit of ketchup. Maybe some of that yum yum sauce you talked about earlier. Yeah, but that was bad. Perhaps some some uh, honey mustard. Everybody likes honey mustard. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's funny. Like you, you go to like you go to like regular Mexican restaurants like in Fayetteville. And you, you know, you go to the restaurant and they, they bring you chips and salsa like automatically. And as you go south and you go into Beckley, they uh, and the and the Chinese restaurants, I mean, and the the sushi restaurants, you know, they they you get like wasabi and you know the soy sauce at the table and things like that. When you go to Beckley, uh, the Mexican restaurants start bringing you this like Mexican ranch, this fatty white like ranchy dip with yeah. salsa. F- like yeah. for free, like people expect more. They they they, they expect the fatty stuff. Like there you, you know, and when you go to the Japanese restaurant, they automatically offer you. Would you like you know you want yum yum, yum sauce, which is basically just like a zingy Japanese mayonnaise type right. sauce. You it know, it's just delish. It's mean, pretty it's just, goddamn good, but you have to get the right kind. But it's not it's not traditional. You know what I mean? It's just something that the fatties want, and it's just funny as you go into Beckley, like. Those places are expected to bring you the fatty stuff or will leave. <laughs> like, uh, excuse me. You didn't bring out my tub of lard? <laughs> so That I'm not paying for? I want my free tub of lard and my, I want it now. My plate of tripe? Chop, my plate chop. Of tripe? <laughs> chop, chop, Takashi. It's time. <laughs> Takashi, that's a good one. <laughs> that's actually the Japanese guy on Police Academy. <laughs> there, was, there was a fighter earlier. His name was Takashi. <laughs> Daichi. There was also a rapper, Takashi Six Nine. I'm sure he's great. Yeah, I'm sure he's about about it. Sure, he has a grill and a bunch of ridiculous tattoos, face tattoos, fucking idiot, face tattoos. When did that start? How confident are you that you're such a great rapper? Yeah, that you're going, you're you're going to make it. You're not going to get another job. You're getting face tattoos. (laughs) What are you doing? What if you don't make it? I'm afraid to get forearm tattoos in this climate. You know, in this economy. (laughs) All right, Gary Goldman. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a new one coming out. I can't wait. He's it's called, it's called The Great Depression. <laughs> I love That's Gary so Goldman. Him. He is so fucking funny. His bit about the sugar cookie is just tremendous. <laughs> For you guys that don't know, Gary Goldman is a big, tall, giant, probably the biggest Jewish man ever to exist. About six six. Well, the the tallest, not the widest. Bill Goldberg would yeah. be the widest Jewish person. <laughs> but uh, he's uh, one of the best comedians I've ever seen. He's, he is great. He's extremely well uh, written. Everything he does is well written. I like when it has been about. He's like you have the best fruit and the worst fruit with the same thing in their name. He's like grapes, yum, delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Grapefruit, vile, awful. <laughs> Might as well be should be a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> he does one about uh, how the. Uh, states were shaped It's really good I haven't seen that one I like the one About the, the bit About the cola Where uh, Pepsi was calling Itself the cola Yeah And they called up His entering machine um, Hey Gary Could you call me back This is the cola He's like If I hear that I'm calling coke <laughs> Then I call him And said Oh I thought Oh And then we laugh He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's great I love it I like that We can be funny Doing other people's bits We can try <laughs> We can be funny to us. We're hacks. Is laughing. Yeah. We're hacks. Let's we're hacks in a second. Um, we're so, hacking it with broadswords. Something that made me angry happened at work this week. We were all sitting around at lunch at the uh, garage door 
just sitting there having a nice old time, and a guy on a bike rode by. Not a big deal. We see people ride by on bikes all the time. Okay. Then about a minute and a half later, a um, U.S. Marshal pulls up and asks us if we'd seen a guy on a bike ride by. A U.S. Marshal? Yeah. We have U.S. Marshals. They're, they're everywhere. Okay. Um, and everybody says, no, we haven't seen anybody ride on a bike because we're not fucking pieces of shit. Right. That guy, we don't know what he did, so leave him alone. Sure. Everybody in the entire room says, no, we haven't seen anybody on a bike, man. Sorry. One guy piped up, didn't One he? guy, after they had already drove off. Wait a minute. There was a guy right about, and he knew the guy in the in the car, and he called him and told him where the guy, where the, the direction that the guy on the bike was heading. I'm, yeah, I'm going to make a guess about this guy. A, he's an amosexual. Yep. B, he likes five-figure death punch. Probably. Um, and C, he probably owns a Confederate belt. Of he has kind. a Confederate flag on the front of his truck. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I needed to know about that guy. Police lives matter, all that crap. So I had to stab him. <laughs> snitches get stitches. It's in the Bible. It Stop is in the Bible. snitching. I had to stab him. What are you going to do? I'm not going to go against the word of God. I've got to cut you. I have to, I have to stab you. You piece of shit. When Abraham, oh, my mama dead. Now I'm going to cut you. That's the rules. <laughs> when Abraham had his son there on the altar and God was telling him to stab him or whatever, he was like, well, I guess I got to do it. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. I mean, this piece of shit, this absolute piece of shit, I could not believe it. Everybody, I was so proud of the people that I work with for telling that. Hey, high five. For in, in a roundabout way, telling that cop to Go suck eggs. If. Suck <laughs> eggs, pal. <laughs> Kick rocks, bud. <laughs> Get to stepping, chum. And no, this one piece of shit that wears his hat way too high on his head. Oh, God. Can this guy get any worse? <laughs> He probably, he probably makes all the same arguments too that all those people make. Probably, I don't really talk to him like that. I just like I, I, had, I had, of course, I, he's a truck driver. I was for, <laughs> I was forced to deal with, um, not forced to deal with. One of these guys is my friend, and I made a derogatory comment about five finger death punch, and he took such a front to it in a, in a comical way. But I was just like, ah, that's so apropos. You know, <laughs> it's just. And they're the, they're the worst, dude. I mean, I, when I when I go, I, you know how committed I am to lifting, right? I mean, I think everybody knows this. When I drive, heard. when I <laughs> fuck off, when I drive up to Golly Bridge and I see a certain truck up there, I'm got to debate whether or not I'm going to work out. I know because which one I know what the fuck I'm going to hear when I walk in there. There's going to be some shit song talking about. I never made it as a white man. I'm gonna as a poor man. He's a hot back, big bottom bottle home hair. But that's the sound. It's the same. Yes, thing. it is. It's very much the sound. But I think even Nickelback have gotten away from that. Like they're like, oh, you know, we're you know, I don't like Nickelback, but I'm saying even they progress some. Five Finger Death Punch leans in, buddy. I mean, they are leaning the fuck in, and I don't wonder. They have to know. I would assume they know how ridiculous they are to a certain percentage of the population, like most of us. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. I think maybe they just like think like we're great, we're awesome, and, and some people don't like us, and we're, we're the world's greatest cover band because we've done so many covers. They do a lot of covers. That's the sign of a good band. Yeah, a good band. What they do is they they take songs that 
everybody knows and likes already, and then they do them the exact same way. Only they put on it. Yeah, yeah, except for they just do it in their own style, which is exactly the same way as the other band did it. Right. They don't. They don't do impressions, but they don't change anything either. You know what I mean? Yeah. They still have their shitty guitar sound. It's like Man, company. Oh. I mean, you know, this, is, like this a, is great. Like a violinist in an orchestra doesn't like, you know, improvise over their part. They play it how it's written. Right. That's a good musician. Play it just how it's written. Don't See, change anything. What I like about this is they have the distortion turned all the way up. <laughs> that is something they changed. <laughs> they, yeah, they did turn it up to 11. They cr- up to 11. And that real crunchy bass, too. Yeah, the bass player is definitely playing with three picks. He's got three picks stacked on top of each other because his bass strings are so thick they won't make a noise unless you hit him with a goddamn hammer. Well, that sounds like a man to me. <laughs> his bass weighs 47 pounds. This poor bastard's going to have back problems. It's a small price to pay for... I'm going to have to tell him about DDP Yoga. Doing a, a bad company cover that's so tremendous. I mean, it's one of the best covers. I only have one cover that I like, and it... It's Faith by Limp Biscuit, isn't it? Actually, I did like that song. <laughs> that's, a, that's a terrible thing to admit, but I'm willing to admit it. Um, no, there is only one cover, and it's a by band who I despise. But one of the reasons I like it is because of the video. Have you guessed yet? Um, is it... Uh, is it... Um, hold on, hold on. We got an ad first. What is it? Um, is it... Um, Sound of Silence? By that one band that does the ooh-ah-ah stuff. Lacuna Coil? No. Are you talking about... Oh, you're talking about Disturbed. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not... Uh, it, well, it's not that, but it is it is Disturbed. And the video is badass. Todd, oh, McFar- is this, uh, Todd McFarlane did the video, and it's really great. Oh, this is Land of Confusion. Yes. Yeah. And it actually is a good cover. They actually do a pretty good version. Yeah. Because it's just campy enough to be good, you know. Pretty Not cool. bad, and uh, you know the video. And they great. did change it too. Yeah, they did. And one of the things I like about this too is that uh, Pearl Jam's do the evolution. Todd McFarlane did the yeah. animation for it too, so I can watch them back. It's to back. kind of a continuation. Yes. I love all the Nazi imagery. Yeah, it makes me gives me a hard on. I, I mean, I just like the. I just love Nazi stuff. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I noticed that uh, Nazi that SS. Uh, <laughs> Uniform you've been wearing around town. Doesn't it's it? sharp. It is sharp. I mean, every girl's crazy about a sharp dressed man. <laughs> 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 they really are. All right, that's enough. You should see the looks I'm getting. But I mean, but like I said, I, I like that one. Um, that's about it. I mean, I'm not. I'm not really big on covers. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody did a good cover of. Uh, Oh, no, that's not true. I like uh, any cover of uh, of Cat Stevens' uh, How Can I Tell You. How can I tell you to suck my dick? Here's a good cover. Is this... Is Evan Dando and the Lemonheads, baby. Oh, okay. That actually is a good one. <laughs> And uh, I think this is a good cover. It actually is a very good cover. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is actually my favorite uh, version of the Cat Stevens cover. Liz Durrett, how can I tell you? I'm sure I've heard I've got, it. I've got one. I've got a good cover song for you. 
starts slow as the as it should. And I always thought, for the longest time I thought this was uh, Cat Power. And no, this is Liz Durrett. Yeah, Cat Power is awesome though. Yeah, I love her. She's great. She does a good version of Sea of Love. Mm-hmm. She does. How can I tell? And she sounds like Cat Power too. That I a little love bit. All girls sound the same, bud. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, like uh, they're all um, they don't really breathy. I mean, it works. It sounds yeah. that sounds awesome. That's you know? that's the best. I mean, I love that song. Reduces me to tears sometimes. Does it? Let's yeah. keep let's keep it playing. I want to see you cry. I want to see you cry, you faggot. Come on. Come on. You queef. And imagine your daughter at her wedding. This is her first Shut dance. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. It's not your fault. <laughs> fade fade into you by Mazzy Stars coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> fucking jerk off. <laughs> this is the father-daughter dance at, at your daughter's wedding. Right, that's Let's enough. Go. Come on. Uh, okay, I've got one. Let's see if you guys can write, if you can figure out who's covering this song. That's far, I don't think anybody's covering it. I mean, it's Invisible Touch, right? It is. Yeah. You got it? It's Phil Collins. It's Phil Collins co- co- covering, covering Genesis. Genesis. <laughs> oh, is that a Genesis song? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a great album, Invisible Touch. I actually know that this isn't a cover. I just wanted to play something good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> because we played all those, like... We were listening to all the butt rock covers. I like the butt rock, though. It's my favorite genre. But I've been, I've been listening to a lot of Genesis, so... I used to... That's a good band to listen to if you're uh, musically diverse, because they have a lot of shit in there. And, like, watching, like, their concerts and, like, the way... Like, the post... Like, all the Phil Collins-y stuff they did. They had, like, a... They had a... They brought in a drummer, and then, you know, they just hit... Their setup was kind of neat. The way that they performed it. Peter Gabriel Genesis was very different. Yeah. Very strange. I mean, Peter Gabriel was a weird dude. Yeah, but he has such great music. Far less accessible. Yeah. I mean, let's it be is. honest. It's a little bit more impenetrable. Not as, avant-garde. as in not as good. Or, well, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's I mean, like it's like Van Halen with Daily Roth. Yes, it's fine. But Sammy is far superior. I, I don't disagree. Fuck anybody says. I disagree. I, I think they both are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just like them both. coming. <laughs> I just don't like Van Halen. I, I love that on... They're, they're all getting high on... Uh, uh, Everybody wants some, yeah. And the, and the one guy who's a real potted talking about. He's like, he's like, man, you, you have me becomes a product. Like they're selling it to you. Next thing you know, you got a guy jerking off on stage in, in spandex. One guy didn't he, he didn't know what he's talking about. His eyes like, yeah, man, but I kind of like Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, I do too. <laughs> um, it was sort of ingrained in me not to like Van Halen because I hung around. Uh, um. Dwayne Simpson and his dad was just giving them shit all the time, and I did. I already just didn't care about them, so I was like, okay, if the, this guy seems to know a lot about music, so I'm just going to not like them too. But I already didn't like them, so whatever. Well, I mean, it's, it's ingrained in me not to like Kiss. Like I despise Kiss. I could, I just took my brothers just had like, no, such, thank you. Well, my brothers had such a had such an animus to them that I that I kind of picked it up, you know. Um, I was far less discerning, <laughs> you know. I was like, hey, I kind of like that song, and then they just. Uh, my brothers and my cousins were were savage when it came to, you know, music taste. They, you know, if something wasn't complex to play or had some kind of intrinsic value, then they had to shit on it. I'm not saying they're wrong, you know. Some of the stuff they shit on that I that I would that I liked when I was younger, 
they were right to shit on it because like what kiss like i i um everybody was listening to it so i was like that song sounds good to me and then i liked it and i still like it to this day but i can see the fact that kiss has no value i mean they're just garbage they're party rock I mean, they had three good songs, three or I four mean, good songs. They have it, "Rock and Roll Night" is a fucking anthem. It's a great song. Um, I love Rock it. City. I love it loud is also a great song. Don't they have the, don't know you ever heard I love it loud? I probably have. I just don't know the names of a lot of songs. I don't know if I can get this on Amazon, we'll, and we'll probably like be taken down if I play yeah. this song. So I didn't. I forgot about that. But anyway, it's um, it's, it's a, weird how some people you can just play whatever the fuck you want. Sure. Oh, Gene Simmons is listening to this podcast. Um, he, they, he, they better he, not play one of my tunes. That's actually a very good fucking Gene Simmons. If they play bridge. one of my tunes, I'll get hold of my lawyer. Such, and it just so happens that I am my own bag. lawyer. He's such a fucking douchebag. I'm Gene Simmons. Look at my tongue. I'm going to. This is Shannon Tweed. You used to jerk off to her when you were a kid, didn't you? I'm going to. I bet you did. Donald Trump. I bet you jerked off thing. to her when you were a kid. Well, I jerk off to it now because I'm God, that's where our country Simmons. is. You know, 500 Death Punch is going to be playing the next fucking inauguration <laughs> you know that's going to happen <laughs> i hope so <laughs> kid rock is on the oh, fucking yeah. mall with a jet ski <laughs> no, it's, i've already been over this it's ball with the ball <laughs> kid rock kid, ball with the ball is playing kid rocks in the reflection pool on a jet ski <laughs> and there's this like mad max-esque motley crew of different different guys surrounding trump but not motley crew yeah, like guys with like afros and like leather jacks and spiky wrist thingies. Yeah, because that's you know he likes the tough guys. Yeah, yeah. I like when he's standing. He with is a tough. Guy. He's a bad dude. Like he's it. a bad member. <laughs> jammer. I like it when he's when he's. I like it when he's uh, with like bikers and stuff who, by and large, aren't smart enough to know what a piece of shit he is. And but when he's standing with military guys, he's so threatened that he has to pull his shoulders in. Have you seen him do this? He was sitting next to McMaster or one of those guys, and he was sitting at the table like a fucking chasing little boy, like. <laughs> You know, he's just, he's such a fucking fraud. And he's. Well, I mean, time travel does stuff to your body, Yeah, Jeff. it does weird things. I mean, have you seen him now? Like, he, um, somebody posted a meme that it looks like a centaur standing without the back half. Because <laughs> he stands, leans kind of forward yeah. when he stands. And he does kind of look like a centaur with the back How half. How much do you want to bet that that guy who tried to attack him on that, on the, on the, uh, Somebody really needs to look into this. Some guy who jumped on the stage at one of his rallies mm-hmm. and Trump like went after him. How much do you want to bet that the guy was a plant that Trump paid? Oh, so that's an could, old pro wrestling so, movie. So he could look, <laughs> I can actually he could see that. Tough. That's, that's an old carny I'm movie. going after him. It's like the grandma in the crowd at the wrestling show that, <laughs> yeah. that's hitting the, hitting the heel with her purse and then he mush mouths her. <laughs> she was a plant. Yeah. I love the mush mouth. It's one of my favorite things. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, he likes to he likes to be around tough guys that are fake tough. Yeah, and then he gets around real tough guys, and he kind of he kind of does. But he also buys like a thousand McDonald's cheeseburgers for sports teams to come to the White House. It's fucking amazing. It's the most American thing in the world. It is. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I try to. Balance he gets Big Macs too. He, he spares no expense. This man. He gets Big Macs for these motherfuckers. How that happen? I was just like for elite athletes who do not eat that type of thing. This motherfucker's buying Big Macs. That's what I'm. I'm just like. Yeah, the linemen will probably eat them. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the linemen are like, we would, need protein, nigga. I would have eaten 10 of them. <laughs> I remember one of my meals when I was a uh, uh, high school lineman was uh, a double quarter pounder with cheese, 20-piece McNugget, large fry, uh, large chocolate shake. Went back and got another double quarter pounder with cheese. I mean, you're just you're young and 
burning up all these fucking calories. I mean, you're, and you're fat, so you don't want to lose any of those, any of that fat. So you're just going to put it right back. And, in. I, and honestly, that fat is kind of useful being an offensive line. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Weight displacement. It's one of the principles well, why, the, why well, the guys on World's Strongest Man aren't ripped. It want, wouldn't. It would make no. It would make no sense for you them. You want to a do. lower center of gravity. Yeah. Yeah. Counterweight. Well, I mean, you could be ripped and do World's Strongest Man. Eddie Hall is proving that. But yeah, he's getting. Um, he's ripped at three hundred eighty-five. That's ridiculous. It's weird. I like it though. He's got that big power gut, but it's abs at the same time. Yeah, I root for that guy. He's fun. I love Eddie Hall, man. He's, <laughs> he's, he's got so much fucking charisma. Such a great guy. But they all are really. I mean, the the one with the least amount of charisma is the nicest guy ever. Is Brian Shaw? Yeah, Brian Shaw is. He's so almost meek to be such a yeah. huge dude. You know I just like mean? picking up heavy things, guys. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that thing weighed four thousand pounds. I'm sure, I'm seven foot tall. <laughs> sure, I'm five hundred pounds almost. <laughs> Whatever. Excuse me. Picks I'll, up an eight hundred pound boulder. I like with that stupid spins sh- it on his finger. I like with that stupid shit. Um, What's that idiot that used to go on Instagram that used to piss me off so bad because he's just such a douche? Was it Robert Frank? No, no. Um, the Manimal. Fucking. Oh, that guy. See, that guy was serious. <laughs> Robert Frank's joking. Huh? When I talk about Robert Frank, you remember him? You got to. It's. What does, he, what does he always say? Swallows the goal. That guy's awesome. That guy's hilarious. He's hilarious. But this guy's like, he's he's a. He uses fake weights and he's like, another world record. And then he was using something Eddie Hall. He's using like. Any any anybody who knew White's like no no you're not outlifting Eddie Hall you're just not and especially <laughs> looking like you do you're absolutely <laughs> what was that guy 185 pounds or something he probably weighed 220 I mean yeah that guy's not deadlifting no pounds. and he's not using 250 pound fucking dumbbells like Eddie Hall would do no. you're just not and and the, and the fact that. The, the fact that people he he got so popular shows that what how little people know about strength and all that that's you know you got to be big to be that strong you just have to be I mean it's just you get the rare freak every now and then but yeah but nobody mm. three hundred and some pounds or less is going to be able to deadlift more than eight eight or nine hundred sure I mean that's all weight displacement man I mean you, you uh, <laughs> I mean Eddie what was his like twelve hundred that was the deadlift record it was somewhere between. 11 and 1200 I don't know what the deadlift record is right now Because he got it Yeah it was It was well It was over a thousand I think he got it And then The mountain got it from him Yeah the mountain's not a very good bench presser And then He probably has the super long arms Because he's Sure he's, he weighs 400 and some pounds His bench is only five yeah. Which is not You know the, Again that sounds you know, only. I mean, that's five hundred <laughs> fucking pounds. But you got to consider some of these guys, like uh, my, like a guy I know from Charlestown, Barry. I saw him bench press five hundred pounds ten times. That's insane. I saw him bench press four twenty five twenty five times. You know, he at one point was for he only weighed about two ninety. You know, and he uh, he's uh, he's uh, one of the football coaches down at Riverside. He's a great fucking guy, and he is freakishly strong. And um, that's a big advantage to them to have a guy like that in their. Oh sure, and he knows like he's he knows all the guys from West Barbell. He knows like me and Slayton were talking about him. And he he so was he, he has, had been in the room and been respected by Louie and those guys. Like they're like you know Jesus, that's Christ. fucking Allen. You know Allen is Allen is is has been in the bench press game and, and powerlifting game for thirty plus years, and he's just he's like I said, he's a freak. But he's also works his fucking ass off and always has. So you know it, you know it, you get. 
people on Instagram, you know, the, 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 like the, that's why the fake weight things bother me. I don't care that you're doing that, but you give people that's how people get hurt. Yeah, because then they load something up and say, "Well, this person can do it." No, they can't. There, They're not doing it. There was one I saw of a, a woman. I think you're the one that showed it mm-hmm. to me. Um, she couldn't have been more than 140 pounds, and she had five plates on five plates on the squat rack, and she was doing astagrass squats. Not possible with. What is five plates? Five plates is four ninety five. Four ninety five. I couldn't do regular squats with four ninety. I could probably do one or two. Sure, but I could not do ass to grass sets of five. No fucking way. There's, there's very few people in this world that can do ass to grass, and sets especially of not a hundred and forty pound woman. Right. <laughs> it's I just mean, not going to happen. Sorry about being sexist. But it's not. Well, no, this I mean that's this. just that's just. Don't get me wrong. There's there are like, women that can't there's do like it. There's like Danielle Mello. Daniela Mello. There's you know the Amanda girl. I can't remember her name. Uh, from uh, she's tremendous. She can squat five twenty for reps. You know, for two or three. That's amazing. And she weighs one hundred and ninety pounds. But again, you know, born to do it. Plus nutritionist. Plus, you know what I mean. They they are they are in the powerlifting world celebrities, and they. People work with him and all this stuff. You know, there are so many advantages, but also, like I was saying, they're just born to do it, and they're going to be better at it than other people. Their hips are wide enough that they can get really good underneath the weight. They, you know, it's it's how your muscles are inserted in your bone. It's how you know it's how much muscle you can recruit to to do the job. It's like we're saying with different kinds of strength. You're a better bench presser than I am. Not anymore. Well, I've bench pressed in a long time. Well, no, I mean, just out of the box, you're a better bench presser than I am. That's just the truth. But my back and arms are stronger. You know, I mean, that's just the way we're set up. And, you know, everybody's different. So that's why I say the mountain only bench pressing 500 pounds. Yes, when you look at somebody like Alan or or, uh, or another guy from around here, um, Brian. Uh, and, um, and my back kick is way better than either of you all. <laughs> that's absolutely the truth. Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> I, 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 spinning, I spinning or planted. Roundhouse. I think my, my roundhouse is definitely better. <laughs> my, my front kick's pretty decent I because can, I can. You got I'm kind so of flexible a, you got now. kind of a teep kick. Yeah, I can. I get can't a, kick, I can, but I. Anderson Sylvan kick to the. I think I throw snap a kick to the chin. Pretty decent punch, you know. Um, for a girl. Thanks. <laughs> oh, you don't identify as that anymore? Okay. Is that just a few hours thing? It's a few hours during the day. Yeah, just every um, now and then. No, then you. Uh, it's just that's why the Instagram thing bothers me with people using fake weights. I mean, you. What about shake weights? It, well, it cheapens. Try to set a world for record. One thing, for, shake for one thing, you get people hurt. For another thing, you cheapen what other people do who really work their ass off. You know what I mean? Like that that idiot being boom another world record. It's like no, it isn't. You don't. You can't do that. Why don't you actually work at it and and use some of the steroids you're taking to get that ripped? So you're saying is we got a Charlie Z in the weightlifting world? No, he's not that because he's he's actually he, he's not he, fucking with he's other aware. people. He's not yeah. fucking with another person's right. head. He's aware. <laughs> he's aware that he's. What he's doing is, is He's not walking up to people In the middle of sets And adding No <laughs> If anybody comes up to him With a credible challenge He ducks him Every fucking time I guess it, uh, Charlie Z does not The, like the <laughs> metaphor would be he's, he's not going to the gym and, and offering to spot people And then pressing down <laughs> <laughs> Oh
You just press down on the bar of Gene Simmons. One more chance to fuck you up. One more time, you press down on the bar. I swear to God, I'm going to get my lawyers. And I am my own Gene lawyer. Simmons. I, I'm going to go I'm, on record. I'm really and say enjoying Gene my Simmons. name, Gene Simmons. It is pretty good. I, I'm going to go on record saying Gene Simmons has never done a bench press in his life. Hashtag our hashtag oddly specific. Remember the lick it up song? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The video for lick it up. <laughs> He's somehow I had my chest out. It was great. He's somehow fat and scrawny at the same time. <laughs> He's skinny He's fat. The, He's got the buggy whip arms. Well, let me pull this up, John. If you haven't seen this objectionable piece of material yet, <laughs> have you ever seen the video for Lick It Up by Kiss? I don't You're think in so. Oh, my, my God. You are, yeah. <laughs> Boy, howdy. What a time to be alive. For one thing, there it's not the original lineup. Vinnie Vincent's in this lineup, and um, who's one of the ugliest men ever. Makeup was doing that guy a favor. None of them are <laughs> handsome, but. <laughs> Paul Stanley was the closest one to being good looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Women still like him. Like, He's great. He uh, still. Looks- oh, all right. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. For one thing. All right. They're walking up in some apocalyptic fucking. Oh, <laughs> that is sexy. <laughs> I want to watch too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, it's like Mad Max. Yeah, look at those boots. <laughs> Are those jeans boots? Wait till they hit the chorus. It's going to be tremendous. Oh god damn it! Come on! <laughs> I like how Gene Simmons walks like he's a big strong guy, and look at him though. He just. <laughs> This is what this is what um, the um, Christopher Guest and Rob Weiner and Ryan yes. were watching yes. when they were trying 100%. to inspire Spinal Tap. One hundred percent. Look at Paul Stanley just jiggling. <laughs> I like Vinny Vincent back there on the right, who's just kind of really not happy to be there. And See, Eric Carr, who's on the left, who actually I think passed away from cancer. See, we took our or makeup Eric off. We took our makeup off so everybody could see our beautiful punums. <laughs> Those guys are good. I wanted to wear tight pants so you could see my schwan. <laughs> I'm using all kinds of Yiddish words. Yeah, please, please continue <laughs> with the Yiddish words. <laughs> when we made that video, it was such a, we, we lit out such a geshry. It was it was such a mitzvah <laughs> to do lick it up in 1982. What a mitzvah it was. <laughs> 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 uh, it reminds me of fucking um, a mighty wind where you couldn't have. Uh, you, uh, he, well, no. Oh, Joe's place. Um, Ed Beckley Jr., who's whiter than cum, is sitting there fucking <laughs> talking about. <laughs> he's sitting there having conversation with the guys, guy's son, who's trying to put the whole thing together. That really fucking OCD guy, and. Um, he keeps on using all these Yiddish words. And it's really out of place. <laughs> it's a mitzvah. I let out such a good try. There's <laughs> a kiss at, at the end of the rainbow. More precious than a pot, a pot of gold. God. There's then the, uh, the, the there's a lot of hatred between the uh, well one sided hatred between the. Uh, the, the new Main Street singers and the, the new Main Street fo- singers and the folksmen. Yeah, <laughs> I like the folksmen. With, 
I like all the folks been record with them doing something, wishing, yeah. singing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I know this had to be ad lib, but he's like, he's like, we we had the record, but they didn't punch a hole in the center. Yeah. So it, was, it would teeter crazy. Just- <laughs> <laughs> if you could get something to punch a hole in there, you had a good time. <laughs> I know that was fucking ad lib. Yeah, that's one of those yeah, things. There's just- no way it wasn't. Harry Shearer was fucking brilliant. He's fucking too bad. He, he's he was the only ones. Is he really? Yeah. What the fuck? I <laughs> know. <laughs> all my favorite people. And ironically, my favorite person at the moment, it might be time for favorite things because I've, I've been going in deep on this one. Let's do favorite things. Mm-hmm. There's a kiss at the end. Let me get a thing to plug in there. A pluggy plug. Three, two, one. Raindrops on There it is, look at that. And whiskers on kittens. Bum, bum. Bright copper kettles and warm bum. woolen mittens. Brown Um, okay. I I wanted to watch the Scientology and the Aftermath of Leah Remini. I've, I've been wanting to watch it. The Leah Remini documentary series, yes, right? Because I watched I, two episodes of it. So because I really like her just... I love her. I mean, she's tremendous. I've always but thought I, she was extremely hot. Absolutely. She still is. Still rocks it. Oh, yeah. Still she's great. She's she's really rocking that older, getting older, but fucking mid to late 40s. Yeah. She's early 50s, probably. No, maybe. Um, kind of, she's kind of wheelering it. Wheelering it. Yeah. yeah. Mrs. Wheeler. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, okay. She was a Scientologist for 25 years or some shit. And um, she got out of it. And... If, I mean, Dutch, I don't know if Dutch has been watching it, but um, she started going after the Church of Scientology and interviewing all these ex-members and stuff. And Scientology, every Scientology building needs to be burned to the fucking ground. I mean, it is the worst fucking thing. I but mean, Chuck, our nation, our great nation was founded on freedom of religion. I, that's fa- okay. That's fair. But as as we as every anybody will know, I mean, make your case. I'm not okay. I, I'm not. I know you're not arguing against. I'm not well versed on those Scientology like it's a racking either way. I know okay, that, for one I, thing, I know that people really don't like it, and I know it's kind of weird. But do you know anything know. about it? Very little. Okay, here, I know that like pe- the I know that like the people believe that they're like they're, they're like meant for a greater purpose purpose than regular. There's nothing human wrong with that, like or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just little things I, sure. I picked up. There's nothing wrong with the humanitarian stuff and stuff they try to do, and I, and I think that even at one point some people believed in it and 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 tried to do those things. And I'm not saying they haven't helped anyone. That's not true. But what I am saying is that that piece of shit, L. Ron Hubbard, who's one of the biggest pieces of shit ever. LRH. Walked, I mean, he's he was a. For one thing, he's a fucking lunatic. He was an untreated, mentally ill person. Mm. Um, he a massive, massive narcissist, and um, he he did this thing where you know he was going to go back. Where you go back and you and you hold these two things, these two cans, yeah, these two e meter. It's like an e meter, and then your and then your thoughts have strength, have weight. 
So it, it you know, mm-hmm. so then you go back and you deal with a a, a a traumatic thing from your past, and it have weight. And once you deal with it and get past it, so they say, boom, it goes down. You're clear. That is that is the the essence of the mm. thing. Okay. Now there's not anything necessarily wrong with that. Okay. And there's not anything necessarily wrong with the fact that of uh, you know you want to give up your time and be in, in something greater and all that stuff. I'm for that. I'm for churches helping people. I'm not a Christian. I think a lot of it is silly. I think that Islam is silly. I think most of it is silly. But I think that some of the good things they do are legit. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the same with Scientology. They would get a pass from me and from, I think, most people if... If they let you leave? If they, A, you can't leave. What do you mean you can't leave? You they, can't leave. They hold people hostage. It's like the Hotel California, baby. Do you like sign a contract that makes it legal that they're a doing billion that? year contract? You sign a billion year contract to be in the C- that's only in the Sea Org. Sea Org, okay, my bad. but that's that's the like the the ecclesiastical part of the of the thing. But anyway, no people, and even if you sign a contract, that doesn't mean they can keep you. Um, but anyway, they people try to leave, and they lock them in buildings. They you know okay, just. It would take a, literally a, a whole show for me to explain all the awful shit they've done. And Dave Miscavige. Oh, yeah. I was just kinda, be, needs to, I was have, saying maybe you could give me like the sticky out I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to. Um, because there's so much to deal with. with yeah. This. If you leave and, and you start coming out against them, they send goons to your house. They, they harass you. They harass you. They beat people. That sounds like fun. Like I could like test my martial arts I mean, skills. I would love to be a goon. Skills and stuff. And, like, <laughs> like get into a big I brawl pl- with these guys. I applied to be one of their goons, but uh, just uh, well, John. Well, here's what we'll do. We'll go, we'll go down to Clearwater, Florida. We'll give you a sign saying Scientology can suck. Fuck my with crap. me, Scientologists. <laughs> I want to see just beating people's ass. I want to see just that how bad they. Tremendous. I want to see how bad they are. <laughs> I, I didn't hear no bell. Anyway, Scientology. They uh, do PR campaigns against you too. Yeah, like, and they they spread oh, and it's lies. That sounds just, like a lot of fun. But then one of the worst things is, you know, is that it, it became at one point L R H died, but they said he just had gone external and and he had moved on to his next. Oh, sort of like he died like of ben, fucking cancer. Like ben Kenobi, if he's like still <laughs> yes, around. Yes, <laughs> Scientology Kenobi. Um, that was kind of a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Um, Scientology Kenobi? Yeah. Um, but anyway, he died. And then this little slimy shit named David Miscavige, who's probably four feet tall, and he is a fucking pipsqueak. You're not my boss or my father <laughs> or God. He he took over the church, and he just... And now he runs around in that thing unchecked, like absolute power, does whatever the hell he wants. you know. And then you got Tom Cruise involved in it, and he had control over Tom Cruise. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm Tom Cruise. Hey, Tom. Tom, it's good to see you here. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. All right. Welcome, Tom. How you doing? <laughs> I didn't know you were going to have celebrity guests at this. Uh, hey, I, Tom, how you doing? It's, uh, it's me, Sylvester Stallone. You hear about the new Rambo? So, uh, Chucky, uh, yeah. Yeah. Why do you hate my religion so much? Because <laughs> you're in it, Tom. All right, all right. <laughs> Good answer, man. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's ten Scientologists waiting out back to kick the shit out of me. I really want to get out of Scientology, but they have this information on me that I'm I'm gay, so I, I kind of stay in Scientology. John, just, yes, Travolta, go away, please. Okie doke. That's a bad John Travolta. It is person. a really bad. Hey, you should have done the bad that gone for it. What's going on here? What's going on here? <laughs> the Scientology's really getting on my knives. 
You give us two hours. You give us two hours, we'll give you 20 bad impressions. Um, no, but anyway, what they really believe is is what it was is L. Ron Hubbard wrote this fucking book. And it's a and it's garbage science fiction. He's a terrible writer. But one thing he is good at is selling. Well, and and lack of brevity. Like when he would first start, he wrote pulp novels. Pulp novels are paid by the word, so he would hammer out fucking thousands of you know just ridiculously length things that don't need to be that long just to get paid. And one of them was a failed story about this galactic overlord Zenu who came to Earth and put people in volcanoes after they were frozen, then dropped nuclear bombs on stuff. That's what Scientologists believe. He converted that into their. Now, granted, do, do there's ha- a great South Park episode that really does. Yeah. That, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. Now, and, and there's one for uh, Mormonism too. Yeah, there, there is. Dum dum dum. Now, what, now statistics like what are we talking about here? How many Scientologists are there? Maybe a few million, if that. Mm-hmm. So it's worldwide. like it's, it's, worldwide, it's in every maybe country. a few million. Yeah. So it's, it's less country. than point five percent. It's really controls that ridiculous, uh, ridiculous. They have a lot of power because they're in Hollywood and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and Leah Remini got out, and she started saying shit, and they started coming after her. One thing I love about her, she does not back down. She's like, "Fuck you, come at me. What are you gonna do? You know what I mean?" And they, and there's no really nothing they can do. They've tried to discredit her and all this shit, but they are really not. They're really backing up away from her. She's one of the only people they backed up away from. They they don't want to take her on head on. Because they know that she'll just, you know, fuck with me. See what happens. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, she didn't give a fuck. No. So um, that she's one of that's one of my favorite things is the show and her as a person because she's really a good person. She's a loud Long Island type. She's abroad. She she's she's great. You can see how she would be obnoxious sometimes, but yeah. But <laughs> I like that about her. You know, yeah. that's that's her. She's genuine. Um, I have to say this though, she gives Mike Render shit, and she shouldn't because she was in it too. You know, like because Mike Render, he was he was the guy that did all the torture. Yeah, he was people. the bully boy. I mean, he was he was the guy who they he was the head out. goon. Yeah, he was the guy they would send out to discredit and attack people, all kinds of stuff. And he's on the show now too. He quit, and um, so he is he's now having to answer in real time for a lot of the shit he did, and he's genuinely. Contrite, he's like, man, I'm sorry. You know, I was in it, and you know, they and they do use mind control. They use all those things. And he said, I thought it was what I was supposed to do. And David Miscavige would beat him up on the reg. I mean, we just every time he did something. And, and this, and another thing, like I'm like talking about, this guy, the Miscavige, is a fucking pipsqueak. Him and fucking Tom Cruise are the same height. There, that's the only. He's a bully. That's the only way that he'd be able to beat somebody's ass is if other people around him were waiting to beat your ass if you jump back on him. Because any one of us would kill him. Stick his ass to a fucking table over there. And and that's what he see dub. EC <laughs> Yeah, it'd be like the Dudley boys and beat me in with the Dudley Duck. I actually probably I probably wouldn't go for like a wrestling slam. I'd probably just prefer to keep it on the feed and yeah, work keep your distance. And just make him pay. You know, well, just make him pay. Would, that'd for be, five rounds. I would really like to see just somebody beat his ass publicly. But and Tom Cruise too, because Tom Cruise is a fucking douchebag. That's one of the reasons I won't watch Tom Cruise movies. I just won't. I mean, He's so good. He is good. I, I'm not taking anything away from the man's talent. He's been in some movies that I love. A few good men's one of my favorite movies of all time. And my, and my and my, <laughs> I actually like cocktail. Um, but it's like I got into an argument with my cousin, you know, my cousin Eric, and he he couldn't understand why 
I was like, well, that's a Tom Cruise movie. I don't want to watch that. And he's like, why? I was like, he's a Scientologist. And he kind of looked at me, gave me a weird look. I was like, dude, I really went in hard on this. I watched the Going Clear. I started reading about it. I started, you know, all this stuff. I was like, I cannot countenance them. You should keep a picture in your phone of the scene from Top Gun when Tom, right after his, somebody dies or whatever, and he's bent over the sink in his underwear. Sticking his butt out, yeah, in the white, in the tidy whiteies. Yeah, Stop, I can only get so hard. A picture of that in your wallet or on your phone, in case you feel like skipping out on a Tom Cruise movie because of his religion. Then you can look at that picture and be like, "Oh, well, okay, I guess I'll watch it." Yeah, you're being glib, John. You're being glib. What does that mean? <laughs> it's glib. it's something Tom Cruise. Tom said Cruise to said Matt to Matt Lauer whenever they were talking about psychology. Oh. And 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 I and actually some of the things that they were saying I don't disagree with. He said you can control depression with diet and all this stuff. I've actually found that to be largely true. Of course you can. That, there's, there was just an article released finally in mainstream where they you know they said that. Sure, but but he was so shitty and adversarial about it. And they actually had gone after Brooke Shields who had horrible postpartum depression, horrible, and she had started getting medicated for it. For one thing, Scientologists hates they hate psychiatrists because yeah, L. Ron Hubbard attempted to give them Dianetics, and they basically said, "This is psychological folk art. What the fuck is this?" You know, so they told him to go get kick rocks and get one of, the, one of the things that you were forced to do as a Scientologist is to buy all of L. L. Ron Hubbard's books and donate them to libraries. And to move your way up the li- uh, to move your way up the ladder, you have to spend hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of dollars. Is that over a lifetime, a low level member will spend a quarter million? Yep. And you have to spend eight hours a day being like doing Scientology stuff. Yeah. Even if you're, you work 40 hours a week, Leah Remini, she had to make up time on her days off. So she'd yeah. spend 16 hours mm-hmm. on her weekends whenever she was. It sounds, like it's, it sounds like it's like a super motivating thing. Yeah. I mean, you gotta <laughs> put in an extra 40 on top of the, your, on top of your work week. That's ambitious right there. I mean, they had celebrities making, when do cold, they sleep? They had celebrities making cold calls to people. Yeah, about Scientology. <laughs> they essentially had a call center. I mean, and you have you know, your famous Scientologists now include Isaac Hayes, uh, Sir Isaac. Hayes. I mean, you're, you're you're saying this like like okay, this is kind of like their their ad campaign or whatever, like how they reach people. It's like you got to donate and you got to reach out and you got to do this stuff. Fucking Christians go to third world countries and say, "Hey, you want <laughs> you want to eat? <laughs> Come join our church." This Bible with the cake. I'm sorry, actually, cake and Bible, actually, not cake I'm, or Bible. I'm being a little unfair. I've, I've actually seen this firsthand, and what I saw was that they um, they help people, a lot of people who aren't part of their church. Yeah, far more than any government does. So I'll, I'll just say that. Right. Uh, but but anyway, I, I, I was trying to make a joke. No, but I and I agree that. Uh, like like we've said before that you know the Christians and Muslims and all these religious people do do good things they do good works but and I'm not saying Scientology doesn't but I am saying that David Miscavige, Miscavige has especially turned it into his own personal bank where he can do whatever the fuck he wants where he can fly all over the world and tell Tom Cruise what to do yeah they're, and, uh, they're, uh, that church is one of the largest real estate holders in the world yeah wow yeah and they had this thing called the hole where they would take these people and they were members of the of the Scientology clergy and 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 infrastructure and take them in and, and put them in this horrible place with these two double wide trailers and beat them up and turn off the ac in the middle of summer and make them clean the fucking bathroom floor with their tongue and you know and all this stuff and one of the worst stories is uh they were playing musical chairs and david miscavige brought in a fucking stereo and played uh bohemian rhapsody he played lick it up and made him clean the bathroom floor <laughs> And then he played Bohemian Rhapsody with the part, and he said, "I wanted to stress this to you." And he kept on playing. Nothing really matters. And then he and these people were fighting it in these chairs because he said, "If you're not in one of those chairs, you're out." So, and then 
Mike Rinder had quit and all these other guys had quit, they got their wives, ex-wives, to go on fucking national TV with Anderson Cooper. And by the way, Anderson Cooper got outbitched on, on fucking national TV. It's hard to outbitch him. And he got outbitched by a Scientology cunt. I mean, she was just horrible. She's I be I think you're being rude and you're and he was just like, you know, he did a little he, neck he, wiggle. Well, no, he got taken aback. He's like, you know, didn't know what to say because she was. That's another thing too. They are in your face. They are so adversarial. They start screaming and all kind of stuff because they're they're told to do that. They're told every time to use disrupt their nervous system and absolutely. put them on the defensive. Absolutely, you're you're describing exactly what one of they're them using said. psychology, even though they're against psychology. Exactly, <laughs> and exactly uh, and it, it, it's absolutely horrifying. And the fact that Leah Remini is going after him and has made them lose ground and has exposed so much of the shit they're doing, they're on the run. They don't know what the fuck to do. Have you seen the Louis Thoreau Scientology movie. I have It's fucking great It's a good one And he was and He's just su- such a meek Little See that's That's he, how he, he does this thing Where he, he pretends can't be, he, he can't he, be rattled Like he's yeah. just And he also He's so nice And yeah. disarming looking He Like people drop their guard for him Right Except for the Scientologists Yeah <laughs> They did not When he's he was been, at that road And that woman got in his face And started screaming He's a Jewish guy That spent a Lived a week with uh, Neo-Nazis He's a Jewish British British Jew Who spent a week Living with Neo-Nazis And they loved him Yeah because he's so disarming mm-hmm. He has tons of documentaries Like little half hour 45 minute documentaries that that one was for, the Wasn't that one for Vice The One of them was Scientology but I'm not sure if that one was But the best one I, Like I said Is going clear And um, It's just interviewing All these ex-Scientologists And you know And a lot of the people I've talked about Are in there You know um, Mike Render's in there um, You know they Talking about all the awful shit They did You know And I just I think that David Miscavige, he's one of these people that in life he he has he has zero zero redeeming qualities and he just he should just have a stroke and die. He's one of those kind of people, you know. And I don't mind saying that because if you're such a monster, you know, once you've gained that power, you've been a monster like that all along. So you ever see the movie The Master? No, it's a PTA. I, I tried to watch it. Um, it has Joaquin and. Uh, 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 Philip Seymour Hoffman He plays the guy Who's supposed to be L. Ron Hubbard And it was going to be About Scientology But Lots of suing Lawyers and shit So they just changed it To something different But every, if you watch it You know Because it's on a boat And it's all about Dodging taxes And all this shit yeah. but it's all, it, I, I liked it a lot But it's been a few years Since I saw it I might not watch it I was not yeah. able to Like sit through it like it was, it's it was you really, know how his it was really are. it was really eerie. I mean, I'm a big Paul Thomas Anderson fan, but I was just like, no, not this one. I didn't. Um, not that I'm saying there's that a few it's bad. other ones that I haven't gotten into. I'm not saying that it's bad, just that I was not able to watch it. Didn't grab you. Was not able to watch it. What was the one that was Inherent Vice? I wasn't able to watch that one. I mean, but you're the the thing about like we were talking about the Dodge and Tax and stuff. That's the thing about Scientology too, is that you have a bunch of people. We've talked about the system and all that stuff, and you know it almost relies a bit on people not willing to fuck it. You know what I mean? They are totally willing to fuck every part of it so they can get whatever they want out of it. Like they were, they were using the court system to bully the IRS. Can you imagine the IRS being every member of their church in the United States filed a lawsuit? Individual lawsuits against the IRS to give them, and not even just against the IRS, against individual agents of the IRS. So all the, the good. Okay. No, no, no. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Fuck them. Yes. Fuck the IRS. <laughs> fuck all of them. But I'm saying that that's like 
a demon from one religion fucking a demon from another. I mean, it's just, it's no good. You know, whatever the issue from that is going to be is well, not you know, going to be great. You know what they say, the enemy of my enemy. <laughs> God. <laughs> John's going to disappear and show up in clear water. I can see it. He'd move up the ranks real quick. They're looking for the second coming of LRH. So. I like that they have three. Can you write bad they science have, fiction? <laughs> I, I probably could. Hmm. No, they have three different uh, houses. Uh, here, here's how crazy this is: they have three different houses set up for when LRH comes back, and they ha- keep it stocked with his brand of cigarettes. Yeah, and all that. And they shit. don't make the cigarettes anymore. But no, Kingston's don't. or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could look at the guy's teeth and tell he wasn't a god. Have you ever seen old footage yeah. of him? He, he all his teeth right here rotten. He's not a handsome just, man. No. Hmm. God, I, I just I imagine myself. You can just take a look at his teeth and tell that he's not a god. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's the truth. Um, I, I just imagine being on one of these boats where he starts telling these stories that that that. He, and he used to do this thing, like it was on the Scientology movie, where he would put an extra A on things, I guess, to make it sound, you know, classy. A motion picture. That's how he would say yeah. it. And it was so fucking irritating that I would lose my mind in five minutes. I'd be like, why the fuck are you talking like that? <laughs> <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Chuck is fucking old ass. Hey, by the way, I'm the god now. I'm LRH part two. That guy was an imposter. I bet you I could convince all of them within 10 minutes that I was. Probably could. Yeah. Well, not they're all so willing there. to be. Well, for one thing, their diet is so restricted that. Once you restrict protein and sodium, then you can you can really fucking like influence people. Oh, so and, they're they're like all soy boyed out. Yeah, absolutely. And they were all wa- wanting to be led. So that would I could have you know if I snuck some fucking meat on this. All right, I'm not going to be mind controlled. And all of a sudden, I just jump up and throw his ass in the fucking sea. Like this was supposed to happen. I'm. I'm from wherever the fuck. Oh, have you not read the prophecy? The prophecy. (laughs) It has been fulfilled. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) John, favorite things. (laughs) Favorite things. Not fully prepared. Cool. (laughs) Not even a little bit prepared, actually. (laughs) Um, What happened this week that was good? All kinds of things. UFC son Nate Diaz versus uh, Jorge Masvidal. Oh, they're, they're, it's signed now? It's, it's contracted? I believe so. I believe it's a done deal. Looking forward to these fights today. Who else is fighting? There's Khabib and Poirier. Paul Felder and Edson Barboza. Khabib and Poirier and a bunch of other Russians. And um, was there female fighters? That's, I think fight? it's coming up now. It's going to be Joanne Calderwood and Andrea Lee. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching some fights. That's favorite. We should have went and uh, put like a hundred bucks down on Dustin Poirier to win, because if you, I think with he's such an underdog, you could win like a thousand. It'd be like ten to one. Yeah. What happened to Sage Northcut? He got cut by the UFC, and now he's over in one FC, and and he got his he got rocked. He got a skull broken. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were. I was listening to uh, one of my favorite things. Um, just an addendum is I was listening to episode twenty four. 28 maybe I don't know It was 24 It was uh, The name of the episode Was totally high key Yeah And um, Great Great fucking episode <laughs> And we discussed Sage Northcut For 25 minutes At the beginning Of the fucking show <laughs> Talking about What a beautiful man Shit he was <laughs> It's absolutely true and, I was, and that got me thinking What the hell happened To this guy So Oh yeah he got I think his last fight It was like real. It was like Really fast First round yeah. Knockout 
could just boom, boom, like give him a three piece or whatever and just hit him like in the, like shattered his orbital in several places. He had to get skull surgery. Oh my God. And he was just like on camera in the hospital right after. He's like, hey guys, I, everything's great. I just got to get this surgery and Jesus will get me healed back. You know, <laughs> he was totally chipper and he's like, it could just happen. Sometimes you get knocked out. <laughs> we were talking Sometimes about. Sometimes your skull breaks or something. I don't know, man. <laughs> we were talking about his abs. His abs are fucking polished. And then it's like, and then somebody else said something. I was like, I fucking hate this kid. <laughs> I was like watching him when I first found out about him. Old. It was like sort of a hype video yeah. before he started in the UFC. I just remember watching him doing jump spinning heel kicks on the trampoline, like hundreds of them, and like these crazy like acrobatics. I was like, this guy, I was like, this guy's a monster. But it didn't really translate as well as I thought <laughs> it would. He's still super young, so maybe he'll be back. Oh, he's still point. a great fighter. It's just not not as good as he is at fancy karate kicks. They gave him a bad matchup in the, in his first fight over in 1FC. In 1FC, they don't give a fuck. They, they, they ain't trying to Well the UFC kind of does that too They're not trying to bring you up Slow Like if they do in boxing You're not going to get a 20-0 record In the UFC Or 1FC for that fucking matter uh, Two UFC fighters Have went over to 1FC And gotten fucking murked In their first outings Because they didn't think The competition was going to be Up to their level So they probably didn't train as hard Right And also They don't test for Supplements over there If you know what I mean No so, what do you mean the, the steroids A lot of people oh, have steroids yeah. Okay Yeah but they are steroids really strict are, about their weight. Steroids cut. are wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you have to be you have to be hydrated. Like you they have test to, your you have hydrology. To stay hydrated. Um, you, they're actually more strict on their with, on their weight cutting. With, okay, with with. But I don't think they are on the on the steroids. I think they're okay with that. You had one of the funniest lines though. You said uh, that's Sage, usually the case. Sage Nor- <laughs> Another favorite thing this week is just his humility. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's tremendous how humble this guy is. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> and he's the godfather of gas. What do you expect? <laughs> the prince of podcasting. <laughs> no, you know. said Sage Northcutt. The is, genetic jackhammer. Yeah. Sage Northcutt is the is living proof that life isn't fair. <laughs> he is. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> praise God! I want to thank my Lord. Big Christian too. I barely even go to the gym. Look at me. He, he he never he never doesn't mention it. He's like with the Mormon kid on fucking South Park. He's just they're always happy and yeah I, yeah yeah. There's exactly. nothing, and you know there's nothing wrong with that. The, the reason people get annoyed by that is because they're jealous of it. Envy. Yeah. Most and I'm one of those people. I'm like ah fuck that. And I'm like wait a second. I wish I could be like that. You know, we're like, yeah, non cynical. I want to, I want to be happy all day. Yeah, sure, <laughs> and have all this energy. But I, I just don't. That's why we have drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I haven't really thought about going back and listening to the old episodes. Hmm. You no. haven't? No. I was at work and I was just like, and I got a sound call and I was listening to the past one and then they, they just had a list and it was in no discernible order. So I was like, well, I'll just pick an old one and, talk. and it was fucking funny. I was laughing. <laughs> like how old? Uh, um, you were still playing the, the redheaded gay guy and the big titted girl yeah, in there. Yeah. So. yeah. You're still doing that. It's pretty old. Yeah, so it was what episode twenty four that had been twenty four. That was more than oh twenty four. Yeah, so we're on episode two hundred twenty seven now. So mm, two hundred episodes like four ago. years ago. Yeah, it was within the first six months of the show. I imagine that's a that's a nice little time warp. Like they think of that resource that you, well, you guys especially have. Yeah, you can like go back and like research yourself. Yeah, I don't want to go back and research myself because I know. Yeah, what but it was like but you can. can. Yeah, that's garbage. <laughs> There's hundreds upon hundreds of hours of us talking without really knowing much about anything we're talking about. So. <laughs> hey, you see this? Chick-fil-A has grilled chicken nuggets. Isn't that great? No. <laughs> I mean, it's just another It's option. probably breast meat, which is garbage fucking meat. I, I'm sure 
a lot of that's not breast meat. It's like emulsified. It's like it's like all the parts of the chicken that go don't go into the fried chicken gets emulsified. And you want emulsified is it's melted with acid. It's, it's well, it's liquefied. It's yeah. liquefied, and then they add a bunch of stuff to it, and then it goes through this. They add a bunch of additives and stuff into it, and fillers and fluffers and things that change the texture of it, so it appears to be chicken when it comes out of the tube in little chunks that yeah. become the nuggets. It's the, and it's like this pink. It's full of like. Um, uh, full of like pink slime that's full of ammonia and shit that keeps anything, any bacteria or anything from living in it, so it keeps it safe. But it's fucking ammonia, which is a poison. Yeah, and mm. it comes out as this like textured chicken, and people yeah, are like, oh, a boneless wing, you motherfucker! <laughs> what? Go get a fucking chicken. How? How? Okay, you you actually think that this piece of meat came off of the body of a chicken, of a chicken? Like it was a wing, and they somehow <laughs> surgically removed the bone and then filled in the little hole where the bone was with more meat. You actually believe that some Chinese person, like this is a, you know what I mean? Like this is all the parts that didn't make it into the wing, ground up, emulsified, turned into pink slime, and then shot out of like a metallic butthole <laughs> into a frozen thing and, you know, bit breaded and then deep fried and then. Sounds delicious no matter what. And, uh, you know, they do taste pretty good. I'm not yeah. saying, you know. Well, fast oh, food is delicious. It's designed to be delicious. There's There actually is like chicken, like parts of chicken in that that are probably have, have a lot of nutrients in them. But nothing is as good as a fucking. Wing, no, a thigh, a fucking yeah, thigh. thigh. God yeah. damn, it's good fucking meat. All that good, heavy fat on it. Was, oh god, I, I I had an argument with a girl at work because even back then, before I knew how good thighs and and stuff were for me, I always made the argument that it was better chicken. She's like, no, it's just greasy and nasty. I was just like, yeah, and what you're eating is dry, is dry and disgusting. Why the fuck would I want to eat that? You know, because she was trying to make the argument that chicken breast is better, and I was like. All along, I was right. <laughs> Thighs and legs are better. It just depends. Everybody's taste buds are different, but uh, but I, I, don't I think just don't that different. I, I think that the visceral part of ripping meat off a bone is something that everybody should have. That's a very primal thing, you know. Some so, people just really don't like it. Like it's it, weird. Like, so, I mean, you know, they're in denial that this used to be an animal. I'm sure, think. or just or sometimes it's a texture thing, like just. Having to eat around the bone, mm-hmm. you know, people just some people just want to be able to bite into something and feel safe. That's my favorite part of of, of eating that is yeah, I like it too. The meat uh, directly around, and I the eat bone. all the cartilage and the sinew. Oh, yeah, I eat everything. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just chew that cartilage right up. Get that, some wings. In it's the basically pure. Uh, what's that stuff called? Like collagen. Yeah, that's what you know. It's like you. It's like what your a lot of your body is made of. And that Scottish chick came out of the fucking box throwing. Yeah, she's good. She's tough. That girl's got a four-inch reach on her, though. She's a good... She's a Dutch Muay Thai expert. The uh, Scottish chick. She just... She keeps on landing. You guys want to do play-by-play over the fights? <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> oh, I, it caught me because she came out... The first bunch she threw landed. It caught me because the uh, chick she's fighting is a smoke show. Look yeah, at she's her. thin. Way too thin. Well, I mean, she's tiny. I mean, she's a fighter. You don't... She's they're fighting at 115 pounds. She so, doesn't yeah. look. She doesn't look like that walking around. And she's probably usually about 150 mm. in the off season. I don't think they really have an off season. They always train, but whenever they're not cutting, if she stopped, if she stopped, weight, if she stopped fighting. Yeah. And, and lives like a normal person and exercise three times a week. She'd be three hundred and eighty pounds. And act like she, <laughs> <laughs> a normal person or a regular person, huh. <laughs> because those are different. A normal person, the normal American diet, we're shoving everything down there. We don't give a fuck. We're believing that that boneless Jesus. that boneless chicken wings <laughs> actually come off of a chicken. 
Like, a, like it's actually like, and someone's surgically removing the bones for us. They're right. not taking that much time. There's, I'm sure there's like a machine that really gets in there and rips everything apart. I'm not sure though. It's mechanically, sure it's mechanically separated, separated chicken. Yeah. It's the stuff that they didn't that didn't go into. Is that the, video where they show the little chicks being dumped in that thing and ground up? Is that real? Probably. I, I mean, know. I'm sure. Yeah, things worse That's, than that have are happening. I'm all the sure, time. and I try not. They, but it's not. It's not. It's not necessarily me. the norm. Like it, you know, you're not going to profit by by producing a surplus of chicks that you can't use because that costs money. Right. To produce, you know, you're you're trying to be efficient. You're trying to minimize that. But certain, you know, things like you know, if you can't. Like, so let's say you're on a homestead, right? And you're like, okay, we have enough chicken feed to make it through this winter, and we're in the middle of the mountains. No, no, you know what I mean? Like, we're surviving. We have enough feed to feed this many chickens, and we have this many chicks. You know what I mean? You're going to kill, you're going to get rid of the ones. You're going to, you know what I mean? You're not just going to keep something alive. And so if you and if you make the same analogy like okay we're trying to survive if you're trying to survive as a business and your and your your demand can't cover all of the chicks that you have because there's a you know an oversupply of chickens so they just kill you them. kill them they're going to die anyway how is dropping a chick into a into a vat that grinds it up immediately any better than cutting a, a grown chicken's throat? It's not. I'm just I'm saying. I'm just saying. It's it was, going to die. I was just saying it was a disturbing image. Is what I'm saying. It was well, to, to see a bucket full of young <laughs> baby chickens being dumped into a machine to grind them into yes, a paste. That's what is we're disturbing. Yes, that is what we're supporting. We when when we eat a piece of chicken from the store, all mm-hmm. the chicken we normally eat, you're commissioning that. Sure. I understand. Com- I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, and I'm not one of these. I'm not a person who's going to stop eating it because of that. I yeah. understand the system. Yeah, you're just but talking I'm, about I'm the, saying the, the just, visceral yes. experience of. Yes. You don't like to see how the sausage is made. That's not even exactly true. It's I just don't that, that particular I, the, that particular thing. I'm like, I don't. It was kind of disturbing. Just because yeah, and then and then you got to think it's circle life tough too. Because I mean, all those nutrients that they, they they have to pay to dump that into a. They're not dumping it into a landfill. Mm-hmm. That stuff is going to become like. Like fertilizer, like bone meal, things mm-hmm. that goes to feed plants that then grows the soil in the corn and shit that feeds it. You know what I mean? Like right. they're amazingly kind of not wasteful in a lot of ways. I mean, it's a huge, it's an energy intensive system. Mm-hmm. But to me, like that's the thing. If something dies, as long as as long as it's going back into the lifestyle, the energy of that animal, then to me, it's like. But I'm like, you know, I'm I'm like a little bit of a sociopath about it because of how I live. I don't you know really I mean? like, think I, like, that- like I don't like I don't feel. Like if I see like an animal being tortured, it's like I don't like I I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I've because of what I've experienced and like slaughtering animals myself and stuff like that, it's like I can. Uh, it would harden you to it. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. I, to protect myself. I don't feel anything. Right. I'm I'm aware of, of what's going on, but it but I don't. I'm, I'm like a little bit insulated from it psychologically. And so it's that's what's like why when these things come up, I'm like, well, you know. Well, and I'm like, like this too. is like, happening. This is always happening. I, I like I was driving to Charleston, and some vegan group has put up a outside across lanes has put up a, um, a, a billboard has a picture of a pig on it. It says, "My name's I'm I'm a person, not a not a." I'm just like, <laughs> no, you're not. I'm like I have. Where's a name. your house? I'm like I have a name, and I was like, yeah, your name is delicious on my fucking plate. I mean, I and I was and the guy I bought my kratom from is a hippie, and I was telling him about it, and he eats meat now, and because he's also also a smart person, so he was just like, yeah, when not I, eating meat is when not, I stopped, kind of silly. When I know? stopped eating it, I started passing out and shit. 
Yeah. Maybe I should eat some. It, well, and not only that, he's like, I, he, he was describing, he's like, I didn't get sick. He's like, he's like, when I was just eating vegan, he's like, I got sick all the time, you know, because your body just, you, you have to eat meat. Well, some people don't. Some people don't, but. Some people, some people eat almost no meat or almost no animal products or no animal products, and their bodies are just different. They're able to synth- synthesize from vegetable matter are able to synthesize them all the omega fatty acids and stuff right but um there, there's i mean there's the science behind this is suggests i think uh, with with white people with caucasians it's about 17 percent of people can survive on uh you know can mm-hmm. synthesize some of those omega-3s there's some that you just can't like dha and certain ones like that like for your brain yeah so you'll live like you'll live you'll just be like you'll be a sore boy like your brain won't work right all right i mean i just yeah, I, and I, Asian people are actually really good at it. Um, at a higher percentage of Asian people can live, can synthesize the necessary fatty acids without animal products. Right. But I'm just, I, I love eating meat, and it's yeah, you, should, you probably should. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I was eating bacon and eggs this morning. I was like, hooray for this! This is. The, the thick cut bacon where you know it's got the big fat at the end of it where you're just mm. chewing it like oh yeah it's the fucking best and I don't think you've had my bacon have you I have you did okay yeah it's delicious it's far better than any bacon I've ever had but I just um, I as a matter know. of fact I, I keep on every time I go up to Walmart I really shouldn't call John and get my meat off him but then uh, it's just a convenience thing. I mean, well, I'd, uh, like I don't know if you would be home and you'd have to meet me. And I don't know what I could get. You know what yeah, I mean? You it's, just got to plan ahead a little bit. Sure. Not everybody's. And I and I always go up there pretty much on a whim. I'm I mean, like, that's the I whole problem. Go. That's the that's the hole in my business right there. It's just that everyone, you know, doesn't want to spend an extra thirty minutes of their life just to pick up, some, you know what I mean, or whatever to pick up some meat and messaging. So, but I am. I am off Wednesday, so I am going. Let's just go ahead and get that out now. That I will. I, I'm going to buy some meat. I need to buy some meat from you. So yeah, or even like you can just tell me like your order before the podcast, and I'll just bring it. And you have pork chops. I can give you a list. Um, there's a few things I'm out of. Like I'm out of bacon. I'm out of bellies. But I have like all kinds of sausage chops, shoulders, uh. All, and like short ribs. I remember those. I ate those pork chops you gave me. Holy fucking shit, they were good. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to empty out my fridge. I've got a couple pigs right now. There's a couple big ones that that need to be like they're eating a hole in my wallet. I need to give them the old heave. I need to put them in freezer camp <laughs> and uh, give them the old slit slit. You're just gonna have be, you thought about making a pigskin rug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That would be really cool. It'd be kind of cool. It's just a lot of work. Bristly, it? It's a, and it's an incredible amount of work. I don't know how to tan leather. I've, d- I've, I've done I've done um, sheepskins before, like cleaning them and then salting them, and then tanning, curing them. Is uses a lot of chemicals and stuff, and it's like yeah, yeah. tanneries are like it's stink. Ties, have you thought about but, becoming a tattoo artist? Because they say pigskin is the closest to human, and lots of people practice on pigskin. Uh, I've not thought about becoming a tattoo artist just so, because at least I have you got pigs. something to practice on in case you want to. You know, mm. I worked in the tattoo industry briefly. Is that fun? It's, it's neat. He ran, ran, he ran, ran the autoclave. Yeah, uh, and the ultrasonic, and um, uh, des- did designs. I drew. There's people walking around on, with drawings that I did with tattooed on their bodies. So that's kind of neat. Cool. Yeah. One guy that I know who I went to high school with, I, I did a, I did a picture, and he um, he got it tattooed on him. What was the picture of? It was uh, 
a character from a comic book? Uh, Beast. Oh, Beast. Mm-hmm. I like Beast. I don't really know Beast that well. From what I seem, I've seen, he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> he yeah. seems like he's kind of like a, like a kind of like a smart, like academic bodybuilder type. Yeah, guy. he is. He's like a. He's, he's like got superhuman strength, but he's he's a uh, he's a uh, he's more than academic. He's actually a. He's a, he's a genius, and he I mean, he's a beast in the streets and in the library. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I think it's pronounced library. Oh, Hank. McCoy. That's what I said. I said library. Oh, Hank. Library. 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 The stress is on the biblioteca. A library. You gonna come here speaking that Mexican, son? I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll stab you just like I did that truck driver for snitching on that dude on the bike. <laughs> you know, if I said if I spoke Spanish to that guy, he'd get affronted. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is America, buddy. <laughs> we speak English. Yeah, we speak English. So if you could please. Oh, I saw Creed 2. Oh, how'd you like that? I loved it. It was very good. It made me feel bad for Robin Drago and his son, though. Oh. I mean, Brigitte Nelson's character is a fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dropped her fucking godlike husband because he lost one fight. One fight. <laughs> to the toughest person that's ever lived. <laughs> yeah. And then her son dropped a fight. Well, actually, he almost beat the guy to death uh, to begin with. And then... They did do that, right? They did it where he lost real bad the first one, and then oh, he comes man. back and does the second fight. Fucking almost killed him. He, that's the classic Rocky right there. Yeah, it he is. Lose the first shit, one. It was rough. I mean, it was... He beat him. I mean, it was... It was a difficult thing to watch. You know? you know, after that movie, Michael B. Jordan was talking about fighting Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. would massacre him. Roy Jones Jr. said, yeah, let's set this shit up. Yeah. Roy Jones Jr. is the best fighter to ever He live. said, I won't, I won't knock you out. It's going to go all however many rounds like a regular fight is. And you're going to learn why you shouldn't be saying shit like that. Yeah. Because even like most boxers now would absolutely massacre Roy Jones Jr. But that guy's not massacring Roy Jones Jr. No. I mean, they get... They, they, they get they get the steroids in them for one thing. They're all on steroids in those movies. Um, and so was Roy Jones Jr. when he went to heavyweight. Well, fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> but I'm saying they get the, what, the the point of it is is they get that steroid confidence and they think that that makes them uh, the equal. No, you're not the equal of the guy who made boxing his fucking life. You made fake fighting look halfway real in a Rocky movie. Yeah, Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. was the baddest <laughs> dude walking the face of the earth for like Roy six Jones years. Jr. would make. A movie out of dismantling you He once fought an entire round And didn't get hit And the guy was swinging at him And he was in the pocket That's how bad of a motherfucker Roy Jones Jr. was He was my favorite fighter for when, so I, when, I, when I was really into boxing He was my favorite fighter He was so much fun to watch It was back whenever they A week later They would show the pay-per-views On HBO So you could watch them on mm-hmm. HBO they don't, I don't think anybody Really does that anymore Motherfucker was nasty man He was Straight Him and Prince Nassim Ahmed They would always fight On the same cards Him and Him Roy Jones Jr. and Joe Frazier, my two favorite boxers. Uh, I'm trying to find a couple of white guys. Uh, Rocky Marciano. <laughs> Rocky Marciano was fucking hard as he's hard as fucking nails, man. He was fucking and tough. Who was uh, Doug Stanhope's um, neighbor? That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he died recently. Jake Lamata. Yeah. <laughs> That's who Lady Bulls. Lady about. and the Champ. <laughs> There's no way he's like we went. It lived up to every horrible expectation. <laughs> His uh, Jake Lamotta married a significantly younger woman. Pro- she's probably in her fifties when that story is, and they moved to uh, Bisbee, Arizona, which is a tiny town on the Mexican border where Doug ha- Stanhope happens to live. Yep. And they became friends as much as anybody could be friends with a seventy-some-year-old boxer that had the shit kicked out of him. 
<laughs> and his his wife, who's significantly younger than him, wants to do uh, a uh, play and call it Lady and the Champ. <laughs> and they put it on, and she writes the play. You know, back biting her hand. <laughs> <laughs> and they put it on in Bisbee, Arizona. And Doug Stanhope, who's a comedian, went. and his friends all went. <laughs> <laughs> What was it that he kept having to stand up and say? And he, I uh, fought sugary too many times. I got diabetes. <laughs> and he would just keep randomly standing up and doing no chance. <laughs> no chance. It's not okay. <laughs> what was that movie where there was like that kind of like like brain damaged uh, boxer guy who was like a hosted at the restaurant? Oh, uh, Death to Smoochie. Yeah. I'm Spinner. Yeah, Spinner. That's actually based, uh, Jake, that's actually based on Jake LaMotta, I would say. Because <laughs> Jake LaMotta had a restaurant. That's one of the things he got in trouble with for making out like a 15-year-old girl. Ah, oh, come on. It's the champ. <laughs> Lady and the champ. That's one of the best. Doug Stanhope's bit is one of the funniest things I've ever fucking heard. There's him talking about, because it's mean, but I don't give a shit, because Jake LaMotta was a piece of shit. And um, <laughs> just talking He's just seeing all the imagery of, you know, that he's talking shit to. He's like, he's like, the guy's deaf as a stump. <laughs> he's like, I said, we got this half cadaver. <laughs> uh, Doug Stanton, he's, um, he's definitely one of my top five comedians. He's very underappreciated. Beer Hall Punch is one of the funniest. Uh, he's so funny. It's one of the best ones I've ever heard. And he, he doesn't get any shit for it. He had a bit about that in one of his specials. Well, hell, you got people getting. Getting all this outrage from jokes, and I just did a ten-minute bit about how I wish I could be a sex offender so people couldn't bring their kids over to my house and I get nothing. <laughs> I demand outrage. <laughs> he had to be, the best bit on that. Uh, besides that, was uh, oh, the heartbreaking bit about helping his mother commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. He had to wait ten years to tell that joke, so, so they couldn't prosecute statute, him. Get out of the statute of limitations. And it was mostly because of the credit card theft. Because they used her credit cards for a few hours after she died before they called the before they called the coroner. Mother went on a spree afterwards. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, yeah. Saw, oh man! But it was a good bit because, like, she had uh, she had COPD, emphysema, all the whole shit, and she was just dying slowly. Yeah. So um, he was talking. To me, we called our. He said we called our attorney. He's like basically like fucking Saul Goodman. He's, he's like, he's like um, and you have to ask every question phrased as something that can't be prosecutable. So he's, he's like, well, we got Xanax, you know, to help her die. Like that's not going to do it. He's like, well, we've got morphine. That'll do it. And she had so many and. They brought her in the house and, you know, she was drinking on top of she was, and she'd been, been sober she'd for, been sober for 20 years. And, um, so she made her white Russians and she's taken the, the morphine and it's, you know, there are times to be a lady and, and there's time to be a pig. <laughs> the funniest part about it was he said about halfway through, she had the similar sense of humor. He says, Mom, come back. They found a cure. <laughs> and she went. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great bit, but it was, man. I was like, and this is all true. You know, I was just like, you know. I'm sure it's embellished, but. Uh, I don't think it is. He had alluded to it before on his podcast. Yeah. Before that bit came out about some uh, something that he can't talk about for six more months. Yeah, uh, it was <laughs> just talking about her. Um, She was like, she had a great sense of humor. She was on the man show. Like, as uh, she used to review porn. Yeah. For the man show. So. 
Back when her and him and Rogan were the hosts. Yeah, that didn't. No, they wanted to change the show completely. Uh, Stan Hope and Rogan hosted. They, they was it Stan to, Hope and Rogan yeah. or was it Stan Hope and Stan Hope and Rogan? Who was it? Then they brought the other guy. They brought uh, not Big Pussy. They brought the other Italian dude in. I'm not sure. Um, I think for a while they probably had Jimmy Kimmel's cousin doing it. I don't know. I mean, the Man Show was great. It was. It was funny. I mean, it had. Jimmy Kimmel in blackface doing Carl Malone impressions, and he's and now he's the paragon of liberal virtue. Yeah, and they, and they really they trotted that one out like they went and fucking found that. And I mean, there's no finding it. It's I know there's no finding it. It's an it, easy search on YouTube. That's one of my, another. And, I, he, and he's like Carl Malone thought it was funny. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. And it's another favorite thing this week is I was watching RoboCop two, which of course is set in a dystopian eighties. The Asian dystopia of Detroit, and the news we were watching is nearly indistinguishable from Fox News. And there's this like, uh, this like super drug, yeah, nuke. But that's one of the things that makes it funny is that uh, one of the headlines was at the top of the hour the Amazon rainforest uh, uh, nuclear plant um, had a meltdown, and one and one of the anchors said uh, environmentalists are calling it a uh, a um a, a, well, yeah, a tragedy an environmental tragedy or basically saying how awful it is and the other anchors a woman says yeah but they say that always <laughs> I'm like yeah that's fucking Fox News right now kind of is yeah yeah I mean they they just anything that's even remotely you know for the environment or anything like that those fuckers are against it I mean they're just fucking stupid um like the whole fucking now we've discussed this the whole Trump with the Fucking uh, weather map and the Sharpie. <laughs> it's insane. I loved it. It's insane. Yeah. I, I, I laughed. It's why he's my I favorite laughed. person in the world. But I right just, I, but it's, but it's, <laughs> well, see, I, I don't know. Like, I read the article. Like, Chuck, Chuck was, you know, sharing it with me. We had a little discussion about it. Yeah. And what I saw from what I read of the CNN article in the video, I mean, it was like a video where they were talking about it. Uh, all they have is a picture or footage of him. And with a piece of paper with a map with a sharpie mark on it mm-hmm. on, on Alabama, on Alabama, like they fabricated the rest of the story that he's doing that because of some tweet because you know they filled in the blanks because it fits when with there's no evidence that, he, that they don't have anything of him saying oh him making the sharpie mark they don't have any evidence of him saying I'm putting this here because I'm showing that that you're you're filling all of that in it's but, it's all fabrication it's, dude, but, but, and then they're calling that news oh, okay. that, that's the problem I have with okay, it. I understand that it's dishonest it's it's irresponsible journalism that is irresponsible but, journalism but, I think but the proof we all is know the hundreds of tweets he sent out the last couple of days that's what I'm saying it. it's 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 no. I mean well, I, I I don't think there's that's not a, that's not a difficult parallel to I mean not 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 difficult I'm saying but it's it's not unreasonable to think that that narcissistic yeah, see, ma- mega, I'm not I mean, exposed to any of the his tweets or any of the stuff around it, so I'm just going by what. Okay, yeah, from well, what you based, saw, then yes, that based on based see, on what I'm saw, this is right. ridiculous. Well, and I do agree. Yeah. CNN is terrible. they're all they're all bad. They're all worse, and I yeah. agree with that too. Yeah. But but the fact that he is incapable, incapable of of admitting anything. Any wrongdoing or anything, anytime he's wrong, and the fact that yes, he did say that, and and the National Weather Service came out and said no, they were trying to assuage the the fears of people in Alabama who were freaking out. Like no, so what what he did the was he, not hitting. There. He probably sent out a tweet with a typo saying Alabama instead of some other state. 
Instead of Georgia. Yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. South Carolina. Kind of confused or something. Yeah, yeah because he's, he's, a, he's a 150-year-old man. Right. And he, he cannot admit to the making the mistake. And he's just like, yeah. we're going to draw this. And uh, then then we're going to defend it for for six fucking days on the internet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's insane. That's why I like it's him, insane. <laughs> it's insane that he's doing that. And I yeah. think it's even more insane that people are paying attention to it. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. the people are fussing about it. It's yeah. like nobody's watching fucking Tulsi's workout video. What are we ignoring? <laughs> yeah, I am. What are we? <laughs> I'm watching that shit in slow motion. Like, so. what are we not paying attention to while we're paying attention to? what this Sharpie mark may have appeared to have maybe meant. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, I just, well, know. I mean, I, and I agree with that. Like I, I, and I get the joke. I, I just, conceded, I conceded the, the fact that sometimes uh, I, sometimes I have a problem with jokes, like when, when with humor, because I'll overanalyze the information surrounding the humor mm-hmm. and it'll ruin the joke for me. It was like that joke, doesn't make sense or it's based on something that's not true or something like you know what I mean and like my brain will like just shut down the humor side I get it, okay until the pieces fit together a good joke it, you know has some truth to it that's part of like what comedy is it's about being you know what I mean expressing some kind of truth through laughter but th- that's the truth that I think is expressing is the fact that he's such a ham-fisted yeah I, I definitely get I definitely <laughs> get your <laughs> and your your yeah <laughs> It's going to be funny to someone who views Donald Trump, who you know views Donald Trump as a villain, as a de facto That's villain. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So yes, I don't, I, I don't view him as a villain. I, I view him as a uh, as a weird uncle. Not not creepy, but weird. And uh, he's definitely he just creepy, says, dude. says dumb stuff, and I'm just like, ah, shut up, Harry. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's like he's like old, and his brain doesn't work very well, and it works good a lot of the in time. In some ways, like he, I mean, he's seventy three, what seventy four or something. Like that. I mean, he's old. I mean, he's definitely getting all his omega threes. <laughs> yeah. Well, he eats a, fi- a filet of fish a day. Does he really? Yes. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I'm, eats, I'm making he that He eats up. only fast food. He's, 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 he's in fantastic fuck. health. <laughs> no, he isn't. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, to be his, well, he, he does a lot of meth. Well, the doctor, there was some. He's doing something. There was some. He does a lot of. There was some report of the, you know, the presidential doctor, you know, it was on the news or something. He's like, he's in remarkable health. No, but that's. That's completely false. Like they were like his. Like, oh, that, he, was like, that was like he's, propaganda or something. Yes, it is. Like, like the doctor Bob. <laughs> remember that guy? Yes. <laughs> there is no water here. I don't see what you are talking about. His original doctor was smoking during the interview. <laughs> hey, buddy. I pro- uh, it's, yeah, it's Doctor Nick. <laughs> doctor Nick here. His, his doctor's Gene Simmons. I'm sorry to How come somebody hasn't made that fucking meme yet? <laughs> hey. as, as Trump's doctor. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Bad news. Uh, um, okay, it's fight time, boys. Yeah, I gotta let's wrap this shit up. We gotta get say. a little bit of a shorter ep this week. They can suck my nuts. Nobody listens to this anyway. Well, some people listen to it. Whatever. But we'll be back next week. What song should we go out on? Anybody got any ideas? Oh, that song. That's it's. It was on the uh, Last of Us Two. Uh, fuck. What's it called? I've got it here. Okay. It's little plugged? Sadie Crooked still. Yeah. All right. Ready? That's it. Thanks for listening. Go forth and, and fuck yourselves. One night to make a little round. I met little Sadie and I shot her down. Went back home, jumped into bed. 44 pistol under my head. I woke up in the morning about half past nine. The hacks and the buggy standing in line. Jensen Gambler standing around Taking little city to burying ground I began to think what indeed I'd done I grabbed my hat and away I'd run Made a good run just a little too slow They overtook me in Jericho Ooh.
Little city and a shot her down 